What's up, y'all? It's Alicia Nicole. I'm your accountability coach for life and relationships. And this is Respect My Perspective, where I break down common and not so common situations that we all seem to grow through, but we handle differently. Listen, if you have a specific topic or situation you would like my perspective on, email me at info at bebetterbuild.com. All right, y'all, welcome back. And for this last episode of the Toxicity Series, we're talking about relationships. That's right, toxic relationships. We've already covered family, where it comes from, how it starts. And then we talked about that self-made toxicity. But now let's talk about these toxic relationships that we seem to get wrapped up in and on this hamster wheel that we just can't seem to get off of. And we just keep going back because toxicity feels good. Toxicity is fun. It's the spontaneity that we're looking for. Listen, we have got to learn to create spontaneity without toxicity. There is a such thing. And I know the thrill is what we be missing in these relationships. So we create toxic vibes so we can have makeup sex, so we can get our point across, so we can one up our significant others. But we have to have spontaneity without toxicity. All right. So let's just jump right on into it. Now, I will say this. One of the things with toxic relationships is that a lot of times you really don't even realize you're in a toxic relationship until you don't want it no more. Other times it's, you know, it's, it's what works for us. It's, you know, it's, it's how we roll. It's what we do. And that's just how I am. And that's just how we are. And we make it work until it don't work no more. And then it's, oh, he's toxic. Oh, she's toxic. I can't do this anymore. And we have to realize, listen, toxicity lived in that relationship long before you realized it was time to go. But the signs were there. You saw the signs. And a lot of times you intentionally, on purpose, ignored those signs for the sake of his potential, for the sake of what you invested and how much time you put in, for the sake of those kids. And what you fail to realize is that for every reason that you can think of to stay in that toxic relationship, eventually it's going to get damaged anyway. If it's not getting damaged by them, it's going to be damaged by you. Your kids, people usually don't see how toxicity plays a part in your children, but we all know kids see everything. We also know kids watch our actions as women more than anything. So not only do they see how you are being treated, they also see what you accept. That time that you invested, when it's finally over, when they're done with you, when they're no longer having fun and the thrill is no longer there for them, then guess what? It's time wasted anyway. And most importantly, you're hurting yourself. You're becoming what we call damaged goods. You're feeding your insecurities while creating new ones by holding on to that relationship that should have ended a long time ago. You're developing paranoia, thinking that all men ain't no good. And it's just not healthy for you. You're also losing your patience and you're losing your endurance to date 
when you hold on to things that were meant to be let go of. And that's how you typically go back to what you're used to because you feel like they may have changed. They're comfortable. They're safety blankets. And that's the hamster wheel that I'm talking about. And while you're out here trying to give one more chance, you don't realize that you're draining yourself of the very things and tools that you need to find love, the very tools that you need to date. You need patience and endurance. You need a sense of humor. And you need confidence in knowing that you deserve more and not what you're used to. Now, let's talk about the signs of toxic relationships. Now, one sign that your relationship is toxic is being in competition, needing to fit into a certain profile, a lifestyle because of what's happening around you and your friends and family lives, even celebrity lives and lifestyles. When you find yourself always comparing and trying to match your relationship in the current state of your relationship to those that you are influenced by or those that you, you know, look up to in terms of um, the relationship goals, that's signs that you're in a toxic relationship or that you're going to create a toxic environment because now your relationship has standards that you don't know what it took to create those standards. You want what it looks like, but you don't know the work that it takes to put in to get it. And that is a sign of toxicity. Another sign that your relationship is toxic is that hard love. Listen, If the only way you can feel or express love is through aggressive and argumentative behavior, that's toxic. Being loved should not be a hard chore. And to be honest, there's a lot of people walking around here that can only express themselves through anger and aggression. The only, it's a lot of women out here that can only recognize love is if they're being yelled at or if they're being talked down to or talked up to. We got to recognize that those are signs of toxicity. To show me love, I don't need hard feelings. And let's not forget about manipulation, okay? Listen, if you and your significant other have a habit of switching up the situation to fit y'all's narrative or your perspective that works in your favor, that's toxic. That's manipulation. And when we talk about gaslighting, I want you to think about that past relationship where you blew up on your ex because he kept making you out to be the crazy person. All these situations that you can remember and recall never happened. And you just make up stuff out your head. That's gaslighting, especially when there's proof that what happened actually took place. That's gaslighting and it's toxic. And the final sign of relationship toxicity is the sabotage thinker. I'm talking about the person who is so broken from past experiences and hurt that they can't see the good. And the good that they do see It's too good to be true. So they find a way to damage it, to make it look look more relatable and realistic to their reality. And essentially what's happening here is that you have a person that does not know how to heal. They don't know where to find healing, but they still believe in relationships. They still believe in having a person to support them. 
However, they reject any type of support, affection, love, anything that is considered out of the norm to them. And that's a dangerous person because they're full of potential. They're full of affection and sporadic emotion that most people can gravitate towards. It's so genuine. But the downside to that is that whenever they receive those good things, those good emotions, they're frightened by it. It makes them like almost like a child because they don't understand it. They get frustrated. They get angry. They don't know how to channel in that giddy feeling. They don't understand that it's okay to embrace the goodness that is being brought to them. So listen, if you know you're coming out of a bad, toxic relationship, just know you don't have to heal alone. That's why I became a life and relationship coach, because I wanted to help people like me who knew they need healing and they realized they can no longer do it by themselves. If you know you need help, book a consultation. All consultations are free. Go to BeBetterBuild.com. I'm Alicia Nicole, and this is Respect My Perspective. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Thank you.